We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Three Mall. Hello and welcome into another edition of Three Maw. I am John Kurz, joined by Cole Manbeck today. We do not have Derek Young. We do have Matt Wells, who is the new K-State co-offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, and associate head coach, and uh, we are thrilled to get a chance to chat with him. And, of course, as we start every pod, uh, we've got to remind you about our friends at Holiday Distillery, great K-State folks who bring you 360 vodka and Ben Holiday bottled in Bond bourbon. So get out and support them. Find it wherever you can. Stock up for your tailgates, stock up for your watch parties. Uh, we got plenty of hoops left to watch this season, uh, so lots of reason to get out there and grab that. We appreciate their support, as always. We also appreciate Matt Wells uh, taking the time to join us here. I know uh, it's it's a very busy time, as if there's a time that's not busy on the, the calendar of a college football head coach throughout the year. But, uh, Coach, we really appreciate it. How the uh, the first couple of months on the job in, in Manhattan been for you? So awesome. Thanks for having me on, but so, so, uh, uh, such a great experience. I mean, the, the people here in Manhattan have been awesome and, and, um, you, you feel the love and when you do get out of the building, which is usually just to the basketball game, uh, or out to eat. Um, but just the time with the staff and the players, that's, it's about the people. It's, it's, um, it's Chris Kleiman, it's the staff, it's the culture. Um, the quarterbacks just being able to dive into our offense and and learn um, as well as evolve uh, where we're where we're taking this thing and then getting with the quarterbacks. So that for the last two months after recruiting um, in January have been uh, taking up most of my time. Well, I know there's a lot that makes sense logically when you walk it through, right? You spend time at Oklahoma, obviously Texas Tech. We know that you're you're friends with Chris Kleiman. But in your words, like what was it that really attracted you to this opportunity and made this something that you wanted to do? Yeah, that it, that's easy because once I decided I, you know, I wanted an opportunity to hopefully uh, get back on the grass, so to speak, and and be an assistant again. That, and I've said this, I think I said it in the press conference, but it's the same answer. It was I wanted to work for a head coach that I knew and respected, in a program that had a great culture and was winning. 
and uh, was looking forward to an opportunity to hopefully coach quarterbacks. And when when coach called, um, all three boxes were checked. And and you know, in our profession and in, and in my world, um, that I I knew how um, a low percentage chance was that I wanted all those things that I was going to get it. And that's why it's a God thing. And I mean that very uh, sincerely um, that I believe that this opportunity um, came from him. And I do believe that uh, timing is everything in this profession. And so with me and my family and where we're at on our journey with our kids, the timing was perfect. Well, coach, appreciate you jumping on with us. And on that note, you've been a college head coach for nine years, and you were just mentioning it. You were just recently an offensive analyst at Oklahoma prior to taking the job at K-State. I'm just curious, what were some of the responsibilities you had as an analyst, and, and just how different was that from your prior coaching experiences? Yeah, well, first of all, you you don't have to uh, worry about academics or compliance or recruiting, really. Uh, now, I love to recruit, and I helped to recruit once the kids got on campus especially with some uh, young men that we had relationships with. I had relationships with from from the previous school before Oklahoma. So, but but it, reality minimized. And so it was, you know, 95% football. Um, a, a role with Coach Venables, which included game situations and game, um, you know, situation mastery, game management, um, all the things that go into to that as well as helping Jeff Levy and our offensive staff sitting in the quarterback room every day and, and being a part of that um, with a, a role in part of the game planning and, and just learning um, and, uh, and being a sponge. And I think if you're, if you're not learning and you're not open to ideas, you're, you're going to grow stagnant uh, any profession. And so I felt, you know, for OU, I think maybe after 26 years of coaching is spending those 20, you know, or 25 years of coaching, but in the next two years, for me, it was, um, man, I am going to be quiet. I'm going to listen, and I'm just going to learn. And then when they ask, I'm going to be able to try to help from my experiences and, and knowledge from some of the roles that I'd had previously. So hopefully it helped just a little bit, and it was it was fun for me just to, to learn from BV, to learn from Jeff Lebby, and I feel very, very fortunate uh, because in our profession – um, those opportunities don't come along guys very much that where that you can take a little bit more of a back seat and, and learn like an apprenticeship, if you will. And so for me, whether it was programmatically, if I ever get a chance to be a head coach again, um, recruiting management personnel, um, organization to specific football. And so for me, really that football part now that I'm here at K state is really um, I feel um, has helped me grow, learn, and to see something at a high level on offense in the passing game uh, really done at a really, really high level, an efficient level, how to coach it, how to teach it, um, and how to repeat. And so you get um, a growth in the learning for like receivers and quarterbacks. And so for me, truly, truly beneficial that hopefully I can um, make us better. That's really interesting stuff. And, and Coach, spring football right around the corner for you guys. I'm just curious, what are what are some of the top priorities you and the staff are hoping to accomplish on the offensive side of the football during the spring? Well, I think I think synergy on offense. I think knowing who we are. Things um, uh, there's a lot of that synergy uh, when you you look at the offensive staff 
four guys coming back, but there's a guy in a new role and Connor Riley uh, being the chair at the end of the table, if you will. And um, me being the new guy coming in and learning what has made K-State so successful on offense and then saying, okay, now where do we go next? Um, is it uh, we got to reduce this and improve this? And and uh, what about the new players? I mean, we're losing some old linemen. We've got a brand-new quarterback from a, a starting uh, perspective. Uh, DJ's coming back. Uh, there's some of the receivers coming back. The tight end room loses a really good player. Uh, but some guys coming back with experience. But what do we do best? And um, and what does number two do best? And then let's expand on that. But let's stay true to what's made K-State great, uh, which is part of the reason that I wanted to come. So I, that's a balancing act. And so that's that's what's been fun. So I think those are the main focuses on spring ball. And then and then the you know you you got new personnel. So there's the obvious personnel. Um, evaluations and improvements that we have within the offense. Yeah, what what is you brought up Connor Riley? The what is the dynamic between you two as as far as it goes with a co offensive coordinator situation? Is it is it more like run game pass game, or how do you do you guys even know at this point exactly what that's that's going to look like? Oh, I think I think um, I don't think you so much have to draw a line in the sand uh, here in February and say here's what it looks like. I think more than anything, it's allow it's it's Connor teaching me everything we've done, and then asking questions and me being able to uh, just help us grow and, and things that I've been accustomed to that we want to go to. So uh, I will say this for a guy that's a longtime O line guy, um, he has been a tight end coach before. I think he's got a tremendous grasp and perspective on the passing game, so much more than. Uh, quite a few online coaches and most coaches and and you know you can as as coaches you grow up in the world that sometimes either you played in or I've always coached in for instance a receiver coach sometimes that's his only world sometimes receiver coaches have a really good um, grasp on how the run game works and the protections fit Connor uh, there's the reason he was promoted uh, from from coach Kleiman is extremely smart very cerebral uh, but that doesn't make him boring and that doesn't make him stale because I know he can get after those old linemen and he does a great job with the run game. But I'm going to tell you, uh, he's got a really good feel for the passing game. But as most good coaches uh, do, I think he is right on track to what's best for K-State, what's best for Avery, what's best for the old line and how do we continue to do that in the running game and then what's the best for our receivers and, and skill guys and um Man, it's fun. It's been fun working through everything, um, and and sitting in there together with him for um, man, a lot of hours all day, and and really probably more um, uh, football heavy, you know, and, and recruiting in there as well. But probably this will be the heaviest because of a new coordinator and a new quarterback coach in this offense than we'll be in the Februarys after, and and be able to focus on different things in the years to come. But, uh, man, it's been fun. I can remember back to, I, I think it was 2021 Big 12 Media Day that I was at when I asked Chris Kleiman, just kind of offhand question that you ask it, something like that. Like, who who do you have the best relationship with as far as coaches go in the country? I think I maybe even asked the country and not just the Big 12. And he said Matt Wells. So how, how far do you go back with with Coach Kleiman and what's, what's that relationship been like over the years? It's been really good. Um, it's uh, it started ten years ago, eleven years ago, um, when I looked into uh, potentially hiring him as the D coordinator. When I was a 
um, first year head coach at, at Utah State. And, um, you know, after he decided to stay and, and knew the future for him was to be be a head coach and hopefully right there, which which actually happened a year later at uh, NDSU, just a friendship and not more than a friendship. It, it grew to uh, a professional and a friendship and, and uh, just many phone calls and obviously um, Big 12 meetings together uh, but with entering the league at the same time, both of us in 2019. And um, maybe a week apart. I don't know exactly the days, but that December of 2018. But just um, you know, going through COVID together and um, and being on all those Big 12 calls. But just you know, programmatically um, and personally, just a lot of things that that I just think the conversations over the years has allowed us to to grow. And just I've I've got a, a really good friendship, but a tremendous respect for him as a man as a leader and as a coach and man, it's fun to see him on a daily basis, um, lead this program and, and there couldn't be a better leader for K-State. Coach, I'm curious on that front because given the past relationship you had with coach Kleiman and on the hiring process, I'm wondering if you could just share a few high level details of how that went down. Was this just something where coach Kleiman called you, you accepted kind of on the spot via a phone call? Do you fly into Manhattan and want to want to talk and meet with the rest of the staff and do in person and maybe even meet with some of the players before you accepted? How did that all kind of shake out? Yeah, you know, busy time in December for, for uh, both of us. Um, so really nothing in person in December. But I think when you've had enough football conversations over the years, there's a certain um, starting point that may be different than in most conversations. Um, and so conversations with Connor Riley a lot during December, bowl prep for us, uh, us, Oklahoma, bowl prep at, at Kansas state. So a lot of busyness. And, uh, I, I know we played on the same night, you know, in December. And so those conversations, uh, certainly, um, you know, I remember having a FaceTime and, and a long conversation with Avery, uh, prior to, and, um, and so those, uh, certainly, um, occurred and then, you know, got a chance to come into Manhattan in, in early January. So, you know, those were um, conversations and I think as they went and then both bowl games concluded, you know, at some point coach offered me the job and um, it was pretty quick, pretty quick. Yes. Uh, for the Wells family. Well, you, you mentioned coach, you FaceTime with Avery then before taking a job. I'm just curious kind of what was the message or the tone of the conversation that you wanted to deliver in that? Did you guys get into schematics or just wanted to get to know each other all the above c both a and b i mean we we talked everything quarterback fundamentals guys that i'd coached in the past and um you know that was right in the heat of the playoffs so obviously jordan came up um and just conversation there but getting to know each other um you know kind of starting that process and letting him ask questions and uh, getting to know who he is and his and his family's dad got on for for quite a while and it was just awesome it was easy um and so you know I didn't wasn't trying to sell him on anything I was just you know I think relationships uh can grow when they're built on trust and trust takes time and so that was obviously very very early stages of that and man he and I have spent a ton of time together um oh, on the weekends in January and then through this whole month of February and uh, the guy's a sponge. He's hungry. He's hungry to be not good, but great. And he's in this office right there on that couch um, a lot uh, on his own. 
Well, when you're out there uh, cheering on Avery Johnson this fall, everybody, and, and checking out Matt Wells and the Cats, make sure that you're in your home field apparel. Go to homefieldapparel.com. You can use promo code 3Law23 to get 15% off your first order. They've got 40-plus K-State designs there. If you want, you can check out 100-plus other teams as well, but I'm telling you, the 40-plus K-State designs they have there are awesome. You see us wearing it frequently, so make sure you get to homefieldapparel.com. Again, promo code 3Law23 to get 15% off your first order. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, you bring up Jordan Love, and that was something I wanted to ask about because, I mean, we know you've hit the, the recruiting trail very hard here early on, and I'm, I'm sure that's got to help, right, to have that in, in your back pocket. Oh, by the way, I coached this guy who's now tearing it up in, in the NFL. What, what kind of an impact does that make when you can point to an example like that of a guy that is having so much success right now at the next level? Yeah, I think there's a lot of things you recruit to. You recruit to the, uh, the logo that you're at, the culture, the head coach, the system. Um, and then recruits check out you. And so it, you're recruiting to yourself and your personality and how much you hit it off. And, and then, you know, high-end level uh, recruits want to know your past and your success. 
And so that all plays a part. That's why it's important. Everything's important in recruiting. And um, your previous history, good or bad, will come up at some point um, with the recruiting you or it will be an opposing coach recruiting against you uh, that's bringing up, uh, you know, he doesn't have any experience with any high-level quarterbacks or what's their success been the last five years and the most recent. And uh, has he been at a at an offense and, and had a hand or helping or anything um, with passing success? That all is going to come up. Um, and so when it doesn't come up in a negative way, that means you've been fortunate to be a part of some really good offenses and, and players. And so that all matters. You're dead gum right. It matters. Yeah. I mean, because coaches are looking, especially when you're about to beat some schools on a kid, they're looking for negatives and, uh, and they're going to point it out. And I think sometimes that just shows recruits, you know, either their, um, you know, inadequacies or insecurities. And so recruit from a, uh, a positive perspective and man, it's, I don't have to sell K-State. You just present it. I mean, the, the wins, the bowl games, uh, Coach Kleiman's uh, success, Coach Kleiman's success with quarterbacks. Um, when you add that together from a head coach and a quarterback coach together uh, in this league, that can be a pretty powerful uh, tool to recruit with. It's, it's crazy that I'm asking this question because it was not that long ago that you were a head coach, but since the time that you were and you were recruiting then to recruiting now, uh, how much has that that landscape changed with the advent of of NIL and the way that that's taken off and the, yeah. the portal and just everything that goes into it now? How different is it from from the last time that you were doing that? Uh, 180. Not even it. Not even the same. It's not even, and it changed the three years I was at Texas Tech. It changed from 2019 to 2021. Um, with that portal opening right there and at the end of uh, my era or tenure, whatever, at, uh, at Tech. And then over the last two years, significantly with, with the open market and the, and the free transfer. So certainly that, coupled with NIL, um, is a whole different game. Coach, I wanted to ask you, uh, how much time did you take? You, you took the job. How much time have you spent watching film of the guys from last year? You know, all the guys, not just the Avery at quarterback, right? But the the overall offense, the offensive line, the returning receivers, tight ends, Garrett Oakley, et cetera. I'm just curious how much time you spent on that. All day. I mean, that's all we do in here. Um, I mean, I know we recruit a little bit, you know, right now and, and we meet with the players when we can and we're watching early morning runs, but uh, the offensive stat, I mean, it's cut ups. Um, it's passed. We go back to 2022, go back to 2021. Um, watching Oklahoma uh, from the last two years from all my cut-ups and different concepts, and that's 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 all we're doing. And so inevitably, even when you're watching the concept of a route or a concept of run game concept, um, you're inevitably watching the players as well and, and constantly asking who's that or, you know, you're coming up with some, some evaluations. But, you know, I also like to have a blank slate and, um, and give those guys, um, you know, an opportunity to – to improve. And I think that's important as coaches. Um, but yeah, your, your past matters, what you put on tape matters. And so I do get a chance to, to watch those guys. Obviously we've talked about Avery, a couple different things. I, I do want to ask you, I mean, what, what has stood out to you the most about him since getting to know him? Well, without coaching him on the field yet, and that's starting next Tuesday, I would just say the things that have stood out to me is, uh, he's really, really competitive. Um, in the early morning runs and, and the competition in the weight room, he's a, he's a competitor. Um, he competes against himself. 
Um, he wants to be great. Um, and he's hungry to learn. So I think those are the things that I would just say is a com- the competitiveness in him and the hunger to be great and how much he spends um, watching film and learning. And he's hungry to learn and, and watch quarterbacks that, um, you know, I think things that they can do or that he can see um, in them that can help improve him. Um, guys, that, that's what I would probably take away in the, these early days. And, and the next day, there'll be another answer probably at the end of spring ball, just because I'll get to coach him on the, on the grass, but highly competitive and uh, a birdie desire and a hunger to be great from a, a, like a football IQ perspective. This may be another question that the answer could change by the end of spring ball, but, and I'll leave it fairly open-ended here, but when you envision what this offense is going to look like during the upcoming season, what, what is ideal in your world? What do you want this, this offense to look like? Well, first and foremost, establish the run, and you got to be able to run the football, I believe, in the month of November to win in the league. league. Um, and so you have to establish the run and establish the run. Now it's going to be able to open up your lanes either in the RPO game um, or in the play-action pass game. And so um, efficiency um, from our receivers in their route running and the consistency, which will lead to hopefully a higher completion percentage and in, in, in an accurate quarterback. So uh, just being efficient in the passing game when we do throw it. Um, and so, you know, I just think uh, as the offense evolves and and there's so many new players that are going to be um, taking taking roles. In, and when I say new, I mean young players that had part-time roles, now hopefully earning uh, full-time roles. Uh, so that'll be what's fun to see the progress throughout 15 practices. And I don't mean to put you on the spot too much here, but but you're going to, I can tell. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it works. I can handle it. Let's go. Right. Okay. All right. I just wanted a, a good Chris Kleiman story or something that we don't know about Chris Kleiman that would be interesting. Like Chris Kleiman, the guy. Man, we hadn't even thrown a touchdown pass yet. I mean, come on, man. I don't know if I got enough built up to do this on a recorded. Um, you know, I, um, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can tell you there's nowhere in Iowa that I went, and I went to like five towns and maybe seven or eight schools in Iowa that doesn't that don't love him and know him um, or, or his brother or his family. But I don't have any stories. I'm not going to say it right now, but let's talk again at the end of spring. How about that? Okay. Well, well how, how, about, how about this, Coach? Because I was going to ask you that. I, I was going to ask you this in a, in a different way. So we've had over the last couple of years on the pod, we've had Adrian Martinez, Will Howard, we had Avery on last year as guests. And one of the things that they've told us each, each one of them has brought up on their own accord is how unique and valuable it is to have a guy like Coach Kleiman, who's a defensive minded coach, sit down with them, meet with them in the QB room each week, go through what he's saying an opposing defense tried to do. Just I'm curious from your perspective, how valuable is it to have a head coach willing to do that and bring that perspective to the table? Uh, it's 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 huge. It can, it's a huge advantage for these quarterbacks at K-State. Maybe just why you've seen really good quarterback play. I mean, like real talk. Uh, it's a that's a DB um, by experience, a DB coach by trade, all right, in a defensive mindset. And again, just like in recruiting, okay, he now has what the, you know street cred right with the players because I mean Easton Stick, Carson Wentz, Trey Lance, and then let's get to K State uh, with the successful K State quarterback starting with Skyler. 
um, all the way through uh, Will to, uh, and I know I, I didn't say Adrian, but yeah, Adrian to Will to to now Avery. I mean, those guys get to sit down with him weekly. He explained this to me during recruiting when we were in the car one day um, down in Texas or maybe we were in Oklahoma, but um, explained it to me how he does it. And I'm like, coach, that's awesome. I mean, what valuable knowledge from an from a insightful guy from the other side of the ball to help feed into them and and also create trust and and create a, and a relationship with the head coach and a quarterback that I think it's very very valuable it's invaluable for those guys and um and again maybe not maybe for sure part of the reason why you've seen very good quarterback plays Chris Clemens um a little bit of the secret sauce behind it Love that. Love that. Look at that. Cole did a better job asking that question than I did. Nice job, Cole. Good job with that. Yeah, you're right, John. He did. <laughs> but I think, Coach, Coach, we're going to be best friends if you take shots at John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Matt, we really appreciate you taking some time for us. Uh, we're thrilled yeah. to have you here in, in, in Manhattan. And best of luck getting everything going with spring ball, man. We can't wait to, to see you guys out there on the field. Thanks. To be continued. Appreciate y'all having me on. Go Cats. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.